that sounds like a Trace Atkins song. <laughs> Except you got to be like mumbling your words a little more like, Hi, buddy. Tom. Are you drunk, Trace? Yep. Huh? Like when he got booted off the stage? Where was that? I don't even know. I don't even know. God, I remember that too. <laughs> and he remember the words to his own song. And they're like, get off the stage. Like, how embarrassing is it to get booed off the stage at your at your own performance mm-hmm. singing? Your own songs. As far as you know, they're his own songs. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Oh. Uh, well, we're back. Back in the saddle. We, that we are, but eh. And it's officially, I think when we talked last time, it was still goose season. Wasn't it? Or was it over? I think it just buttoned up. That's when we had Matt on, right? Yeah. yeah. Maddie, Maddie Patty. Yep. Well, it's officially over. It is officially over. It's hung all my my stuff up. Mm-hmm. Getting stuff cleaned up. Mm-hmm. And I'm sad. <laughs> I'm very sad. I'm sad. Went from no, the duck hunter to an alcoholic overnight. I'm not sad. I'm relieved. <laughs> like I feel like the starting pitcher that like went like two innings too long, and like they finally were like, and you're like, yes. Yeah, I mean it is. It's it's good to move on, look on to new opportunities, and and you know put ourselves in a position where we'll start getting kind of uh, excited for the upcoming season to get kicked off you know in, in what six six months from now we're gonna be freaking doing it all over again so yeah six months from now i'll be sweating my sweat my butt off in a hopefully in a wheat field at about yes. at about the same time right now yeah facing east trying mm-hmm. to shoot honkers mm-hmm. actually i'll probably end up accidentally setting up facing west and I'll just be fucking blind. Yeah. Like Ray well, Charles. Yeah. <laughs> That's how the like one of my first like most memorable September hunts was with Declan and one of our other one of our other buddies. Um and the only way to set up in this field at the farm mm-hmm. was facing like dead east. Like you're staring at the sun. <laughs> and I was like, no, but I think we gotta we gotta try to face the other way. And they're like, you can't, like, you have to mm-hmm. face. You have to face east. Yeah. And they're only in there in the evenings. And I'm like, I guess we'll just shoot it east, you know. Mm-hmm. But we ended up shooting. I think I think we shot 20, 25 out of there. That if night. you can't see them, just shoot at the big bright spot because they're somewhere in it. Pretty much. <laughs> but we we're trying to kind of. You know, we try to get them to come from from right to left, and when they'd come mm-hmm. right to left, the the way the sun was in the sky, you'd have a a pretty good shooting lane. The guy on the far left, which I think was me, I would get not hosed, but if they call it too early, like they start to kind of go down or whatever, then it's like okay, well I gotta wait. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it it was fine though. I mean, I think I think we only volleyed five times, mm-hmm. maybe. I mean. They were so close, and and I mean, it mm-hmm. just, you know, 
Sounds like a September shoe to me. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was fun. But yeah, that's that's something always to look forward to. That's something I always look forward to September. Mm-hmm. Whether it's chasing big honkers or trying not to roll my ankle up in the woods wearing Romeo's tracking a deer. <laughs> Remember when we went, what was that two years ago when we had that all those forest fires and it blew all the smoke in and dude. Yeah. That was miserable. Mm-hmm. I was well. I mean, I was working in that, and that kind of sucked. Yeah. And but then I, we got out in that field, and it was like, I'm like, I'm glad you knew where we were because I had no man. Clue. I, I, yeah, the last couple of years, I just, I don't know. I've been one kind of step off the X. This last year, I was sitting on a couple hundred birds every single day until opening day, and that didn't work out the year of before September? that had, yeah the year before the year before that it was you know i had this other spot and was working at took you out there and we had all yeah. the smoke and it was just a series of dumpster fires i always seem to scratch out a couple but i haven't been on that banger in the last couple of years yeah i mean the last <clears throat> the last real banger we had was i think it was like four years ago mm-hmm out uh by my shop where i work at it was like nine of us ten of us ten or nine nine or ten of us there was a ton of people there and we ended up shooting it wasn't even like a real like if you think about it like we should have had 45 birds or 50 birds and we shot like 30 so it wasn't even like a real banger 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 banger. yeah yeah you know it was a good time it was super fun though yeah they did quite awesome yeah. And especially when you can get a field like a field of like resident honkers around here, like I feel like a hundred is a really good number. That's a few groups, maybe four, mm-hmm. maybe five groups. Yeah. But like we're sitting on like 400, 450. Mm-hmm. Like there's a ton, mm-hmm. and you could see like you could probably see I don't know five six miles in the morning, and you could see them get up. And they'd come, you could see different waves of them. And you're like, yep. dude, this is going to be nasty. And it was just like, shoot, run out, pick them up, reload, get back in, catch do your breath, again. do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, it was super fun. But yeah, I haven't had a super duper good hunt like that in, in a few years. Hopefully this year, this year changes something, but we'll see. Either way, it's always fun. I mean, even if, even if we don't really shoot a lot, I saw it for sure. Time. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's like one of those, like, it's like a can't like you're you know like when we go to summer lake mm-hmm. like it may not be the best hunting but like it's going to it's, summer lake and it it's doing all that that doing makes it. it yeah 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 so i always have a hard time from that september hunt until when waterfowl does open up it's like ugh, it's like well it's like weapon. a teaser it is it is because yeah. like it's goose hunting which mm-hmm. that weather is not i hate hunting in like that hot like most of the time you're trying to get out there early and get it done so that by 10 o'clock when it's 85 degrees yeah. outside, yeah. you're already home. Right. But like, it's just way too hot. And then it's like, you're transitioning from honkers to ducks and not mm-hmm. geese. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, so you need water. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have water, then you need to go find water. And it's like, it just doesn't really feel like, yeah, it doesn't feel like duck season until like November 10th. Sure. It's kind of nasty, a little more water, and then it's like, okay, mm-hmm. it's duck season now. But mm-hmm. it's just always, it's always always seemed to me is like it's not yeah. really 
duck season yet. Like when it's duck season, it's like raining sideways, windy, nasty. It's dark. Yeah. That like October stuff, like hell, when we used to hunt the river, we would wear like a t-shirt and like mm-hmm. shorts, like, and maybe not even waiters. For I your remember- only fans or for duck hunting? <laughs> no, I didn't have an only fans back then. I just got oh, you one now. Okay. Yeah, okay, I, I have the one now, but I never had one back then. So that's yeah. a shameless plug. You can find me on OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> yes. Blind chatter. <laughs> but no, it was so hot. Like if you wore anything more than like the bare minimum, mm-hmm. you were like baking out there because mm-hmm. we'd hunt yeah. like the river and you'd run up the river and hunt. And it was like 75 degrees. And you're like, yeah. this is not duck season, yeah. you know, which there are guys around that hunt. Like, I think down in the south, it's pretty hot during their duck season a lot of times. In some spots, yeah. And is that just like a transition? Like, a, they just kind of get used to that? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I've seen some guys like in Southern California, and you're like, it's 78 degrees every day in the winter down there. And it's like, how? What? <laughs> Huh? It's like Mexico. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, guys, the the guys scratch there. out a few, and I'm sitting there going, "Good for him, right?" I mean, he, yeah. he did his business and went out there and shot a couple ducks, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that raining, uh, raining bands page on Instagram, mm-hmm. which he's not. It's not like he shoots bands all the time. It's just I mean, like, that's just the name of the page, right? But dude, this guy, he's hunting in the Sac Valley, I believe. Mm-hmm. This I would guess that shoots so many birds like so many and he's got shot cam videos of every single like all the ones he posts are like he'll he'll post like a 21 kill montage and he's like what's your favorite from one to 21 and i'm like fuck dude i don't remember what number four looked like and i'm on like number 10 you know yeah yeah but yeah that guy i mean it's like and like most of the time when you see like if he'll or if he's doing like with the GoPro, when he like looks down, you'll see his buddy and his buddy's in like short sleeves in the sun. And I'm like, where are you guys hunting at? Like, I know you're in California, but dude, like, looks like you're in the Bahamas. Right. And we're up here like bundling up because like it's supposed to be like 38 and getting an inch rain. of rain today. Yeah. 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 Which contrary to popular belief, this cold as shit. Mm-hmm. Like 38 degrees and no rain is cold, but like it's not like super cold. You throw some moisture in there and a little bit of wind. Uh, it I, sucks. I, I grew up in Eastern Oregon. You give me 15 in the sun out, it's better than 38 in rain. I agree. Mm-hmm. There was a few years ago we were working, we were pouring concrete, and it was like 20, 21. It was cold. And then the next day it was like 15 or 17, and it was sunny. And I'm like, this is awesome. Like, and everybody's like, dude, it's so cold. Like, how are you not dead? And I'm like, this is great. Like, yeah. this is it's nothing. Just, you give me like twenty five, is and 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 dry, and the sun's out. It's almost t shirt weather. Yeah, it's really funny. Like when like that weather changes, like kind of like what we had on Tuesday, where it was like seventy. You know, which that's yeah. drastic. But yeah. like even during the winter, like when it goes from being like 35, 38, 40, and you get like a forty seven degree day. You'll see us like out there. We'll be like stripping our sweatshirts off. Like, oh yeah, we gotta get some sun, man. It's beautiful today. And people are like, "What the hell is wrong with you guys?" Like, yeah. clearly, yeah. like you guys got a couple of screws loose up there, kooky bastards. Yeah. Anyway, so, so yeah, we're we're in the off season now. There we are. What have you been up to? I've just been been working, man. 
yeah. trying to get my hours. You got a little slow and, and I'm kind of getting stuck at 40. I'm not getting any of that, that sweet, sweet OT. Um, but you got the OF. I got the OF. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're just going to keep plugging it, aren't you? Yeah, They're going to yeah. find it. Man, I'm trying to help you out of here, buddy. They're going to find it. Yeah, I know. These decoys aren't going to buy themselves. That's right. I, know they're, That's I, right. I don't know if my feet picks are going to make it work. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I don't think anybody paid for it. I think I'd end up losing money on that. Yeah. Maybe somebody give you some fingernail or some toenail polish for free. That's not yeah. a win. It's still a <laughs> loss. That is still a loss. That is still a loss. No, I haven't been doing much. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about my wife wants to shoot, go shoot a turkey. So there you uh, go. My brother and I just bought some of uh, Born and Raised, the new those pot calls they've got, mm-hmm. yeah, like a maple, a cherry. And then you buy the pot call, you get a three pack of the diaphragms. Mm-hmm. So my brother bought <laughs> my brother bought some diaphragms right before they went on sale. At a boy. And then I texted him and I'm like, hey, like heads up the stuff's on sale now and he's like oh i just bought some and i go okay we'll just send them back like text eric send them back and he'll probably make it work and he's like no it's fine i'll just buy more mm-hmm. so then he just texts me he's like hey i bought you a cherry cherry slate and i'm like oh all right cool happy nice. birthday me i don't even know how to use one so if you guys know how to use a pot call send me a dm because i don't know what i'm doing it's like one of the it's- scratchy ones right yeah, it, it, yeah. Little, little J. Little J? Little J. That's what I call my wife, Little J. Well, then she can run the Little J call. She runs my little P. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, little, little J's. Little huh. J's. I'll have to give it a whirl. Probably be here in a yeah. few days. I, I've hunted turkey for a few years and uh, shot it. Last, I didn't go last year, but the year before... Uh, I had, I took my great grandpa's Winchester model 97 pump. Holy shit. Did it blow up on you? Well, I did a test run first and I took it down to the duck blind, duck pond at the end of the season. And I kind of did one of those like look away. Did you, give it, did you give it to Travis and don't go shoot it? <laughs> no, no. I, tried this out for me. I, I actually made the dog like stay at the truck. Cause I was like, I'll blow off half my face, but you're going to be okay. Right. And I kind of did the whole look away. And, uh, I, I, I did do it with low base, like number six, yeah. right. Just to give it a shot. Um, but this little shotgun, like the receiver, uh, the buttstock to the receiver, there's like a, uh, there's a, a horseshoe nail in there. Right. Like, Dude, this thing just has like tons of character, and I've That's shot cool, turkeys. Uh, yeah, I've shot turkeys before. Wait, but what's a horseshoe like, nail look like? It's just like a, a, a like a finishing nail in size, but it's just thicker and bigger body to it. Hmm. Um, Is it actually for putting on horseshoes? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so who knows how old this? I mean, the gun was built in I think 1894 or 1896. Damn. Has a hammer on it, so you cock it back, and the hammer. Is exposed hammer, right? That's pretty cool. And yeah, so I torched one off at the duck blind and went, all right, well, I'm going to throw some, like, bismuth. I remember this it. now. Yeah. yeah. So I threw some bismuth whatever in it, so I didn't, you know, whatever. So went out and, I don't know, I think I had, like, six groups of 
birds that I was working on this morning, and I'm not a turkey expert. I was just some jackass that goes turkey hunting. And um, and didn't really have any luck on the, a few little groups that were working around probably a 200, 300 acre area that I can hunt. And um, saw these, these four, and I was like, no, we're going to go hunt those. So my buddy and I ran and kind of like intersected them and cut them off. But we also set up and started calling. So they, we ensured that they came to us, right. Yeah. And came to us and it was about a eight yard shot right in the chin. Did you have that? Uh, was that when you, after you won that, uh, DSD that hand? Yeah, 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 yeah. I won the, the uh, DSD, uh, or I think Jake? it's, yeah, it's a little Jake. A little Jake uh, one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was that year. So three years ago, I guess. Yeah, three years. Yeah, 2019. Yeah. yeah. So, because smack that sucker, and then my buddy that I was hunting with, he, he wanted to go do it again. So we went back out numerous times, and I called in a group of Jakes and Jennies, I think is the, the – I think that's what they call the girly one. You mean a, a hen? Yeah. Oh, a bearded hen? No, I think they just call it a Jenny. What? What is that? That's the female version of the turkey. No, it's a hen. I think they also say Jenny. Really? I don't know. Again, I'm not one to watch no turkey hunting videos That's online weird. or anything like that. A but Jenny? Yeah. What's a yeah. Jenny? Let's look it up. Let's figure it out. And uh, Jenny Turkey, uh, Jenny O Turkeys. The fuck is <laughs> Jenny O Turkeys healthy? What is it? Oh God, this is processed meat. Jenny O well, is a brand of processed meat. That it is, Jenny O. Come on. There you go. What is a yeah? A young female turkey is called a Jenny. Oh, all right. I'll be damned. Fuck yeah, buddy. That's cool. So yeah, it's like it a young hen. Yeah. You so, so you got Jakes and you got Jennies. You also have hens, right? You do. But this was a young, this was a young teenager so you have, so you have group. Toms yeah. And hens. And you have Jakes and Jennies. Yes. Copy that, Tomcat. Yeah. So I don't know. It was probably. 20, 25 birds that I got in within about 15, 20 yards. Now, my turkey that I had shot was a Jake, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, anyhow, called all these in for my buddy, and I'm sitting there, like, waiting for him to shoot, and he's thumbing himself and not pulling the trigger. I'm like, what are you fucking you doing? So after, like, 20 minutes of these birds, like, in our business and – you know, we're basically set up and he didn't ever pull the trigger. We, there was a bit, a couple of big toms, but again, I'm not a, I'm not a turkey hunter. I'm not a good caller. I'm no. learning as we're going. Right. I just couldn't get these couple of big toms that were just out in the distance, just, you know, that 90, hundred yard mark to get any closer. So that all blew up on us and didn't work out and they left. And I was like, dude, why didn't you shoot? Well, I just, you know, they just, they were Jake's and Jenny's and I just, I just really was having a fun time watching them. I'm like, I'm over here working my <laughs> fucking ass off and you're not doing anything. Like if you just want a bird to watch, 
I'll pull up a video for you to watch. Like, you come on, this is ridiculous. So, anyhow, I never, t- I didn't take him back out that season. I that was my <laughs> silent fuck you. Um, shoot somebody I know. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, so they seem like super photogenic birds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you like know, the few the, pictures the, I've seen of them, like, yeah. not okay. That sounded stupid. I've seen more than a few pictures, but like sure. the, the pictures I've seen of them, like in the field, like being hunted. Like when they strut up, mm-hmm. you get some sweet pictures. You can get them in, like you were saying, like that 15, 20 yard mark. Yeah. You can get the toms in like that. Yeah. Dude, I bet you get some awesome, I mean, awesome the, pictures. I would have the Jakes, <laughs> you know, all strutting up and kind of working close. But those big toms were out there, you know, I don't know, 80, 70 to 100 yards. And yeah. it was, it was just as cool to see them because. They weren't, they weren't doing it in front of you. Like they would do it in the sense of like strut it up and then like go hide behind a tree and you couldn't see them. And all this, then all of a sudden they'd pop out over here, you know, 15 yards away. And and that was kind of cool. But the thing that was really kind of interesting to me, just, I would say the first couple of times that I went out, uh, not a couple of years ago, probably like 10 years ago, you're probably going to be sitting on your ass. And remember that your line of sight and your angle just was significantly changed. There was numerous times that I would be standing there looking at an area. Going, oh, yeah. Right, this is great. This looks perfect. And, and I would sit, sit down. down and there'd be a two foot mound somewhere. And I could only see like 20, 30 feet away. And I'd have to get up and go move. What about have you ever thought about using a panel blind? Uh, I did that uh, actually when uh, that time that I was just talking about when I had my buddy with mm-hmm. us and, and with me and called in a bunch i was in like a little pop-up blind but not an action not a panel blind not a panel blind because wonder, a, pa- would a, a panel, panel blind, blind is just it would it's just going to be heavy i mean you can get those little pop-up ones that weigh like 13 pounds yeah you know there's like super the ones light. that are like that that super thin like yes almost like tent material and it allows wind to come through unlike a panel blind so you're just going to be sweating your balls off worse you know, but I, dude, if I go back 10, 15 years ago, when I first kind of started messing around with turkeys, not a hunter, not a professional, just messing around with them. I mean, I, I would go, I'd find a couple branches and just string up some like camouflage netting. That's more than what we did. Right. We used to and go, we just find a just big hide ass, behind it. Yeah. We just find a big ass tree and no, we didn't even hide behind it. We just sit right in front of it. I'm saying the camo netting, like I would make my own yeah, little like. But we never even line. did that. Like yeah. we just were like, "Hey, look at tree. We'll just sit right in front of it." You know, which my, I move too much. That's the way I am. It's yeah. like waterfowl hunting. Like I have to have like I like that's why I don't hunt out of panel blinds because like I'm so fidgety. Like yeah, I'm like doing something with the jerk cord or like I'm you know reaching sure. into my pockets or you yeah. know I'm doing something all the time. Like mm-hmm. I have to have like full coverage. Yeah. Like with a turkey, obviously you don't need over the head. Unless they're going to fly in, you know, but yeah. have you seen that video? <laughs> have you seen my video with my dog? <laughs> you seen that video on, I think it's Split Read posted it. <laughs> These dudes fucking shot a turkey. Like, I was like flying from tree to tree. Really? Yeah, it was like flying. It like flew across and they're like, shoot it, shoot it. And he's like, <laughs> like mid-flight turkey, like, like a honker. Was, yeah. The funniest thing i've ever seen no i have a my dog and i were shed hunting a couple years ago and we were down in this area and 
man, he got like super birdie, right? Like something was up and we don't have any damn bears in this. You know what I mean? Like something was up. I'm just saying, how about this? Not very often. I'll take a risk. So he's like super birdie. And he's like, looking at me, like he wants me to release him. And so I have a GoPro on his back. Right. And I send him. And all of a sudden, like he comes running back and the GoPro's gone and all this. <laughs> I'm what the fuck? Right. So I know where he came from. So I go walking up there and I had heard some turkeys like fly off, you know, probably 200 yards away from me. Sounds like a Boeing taking off in the forest. Yeah. So I go walking and we, I end up getting up there. Well, there was, there was a, there was a, electric fence that ran through here because there was some cows in, in part of it. And he was chasing, he, he, he smelt the turkeys and he started running. I later watched the video and like, he's running pretty fast. And then pretty soon in the GoPro, you can see like the turkeys and he lights that fuck. He hits the, the nitrous button. Right. And he just turns on the afterburner. He does. And he's going after these damn turkeys and they obviously take off right before he gets there. And then all of a sudden here comes the electric fence and the fucking camera flips up in the air. Right. Lands back down, but it's pointed up and you see him come back over the top of it. And then you see a, a turkey take off flying. Anyhow, it, it was kind of entertaining. Yeah. Oh God. I'll have to text you the video. Yeah, send that to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, turkey. I've never really done. I've never really done turkey hunting, and sounds like it is something to do. Yeah. There's some that's... calling. I mean, that was my huge thing about waterfowl, elk hunting, archery, elk hunting, turkey hunting is you get that ability to call and yeah, and and work an animal. Right. And that's, that's, yeah. that's exciting. See, that's the thing that's for exciting. me is, is having that, that difference between like just going out and hunting and like really like interacting with yeah, sure. what you're chasing. It kind of mm-hmm. takes it to a different level for yep. me. And that, that was a big reason why bow elk hunting was always so much yeah. fun for me. It was like Matt was when Matt was on, we we're talking at the end um, after you scooted and yep. he was talking about how in Texas you can shoot turkeys with a rifle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't even like it'd be fun, but like, there's not there's nothing fair about right. that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just a turkey, but it's like mm-hmm. you gotta have a little bit of like you gotta sport. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I could, I could yeah. grab a 300 and be like, I'm gonna go shoot that turkey, and they're like, yeah, it's 400 yards out there. And you're like, well, it's place. like taking a it's like taking a AR-15 out to shoot cacklers out of a field. <laughs> Yeah, but you've got to be able to to really dial in. I full send, man. Full yeah, send. I guess. I don't know. I just yeah. The sporting side of it's not would not be very high. Yeah. So but, yeah, agree with you. Going to do some turkey hunting. I think. I think as well. And, my brother just picked up a some Sony camera. I don't know. He wants me to come like video a turkey hunt for him or something. And I'm like, I've never videoed anything. I'm like, I hardly even take pictures. Like, I take a few pictures, but they're not that good. Like, you sure you want me behind the camera? Like, you don't want to give it to your kid who's like right. six? She could yeah. probably do a pretty good job, dude. <laughs> yep. But yeah, we're going to try to pass the time doing that. And um, dog's barking at somebody outside. Uh oh. Yeah, it's all right. 
Let her eat. Mailman. I hope not. <laughs> They're in my backyard. <clears throat> but um, no. yeah, we're we're gonna do a little turkey hunting and gonna switch gears a little bit here as we get into the off season. Um, we're gonna officially say goodbye to waterfowl season. But we're still mm-hmm. going to talk about it a little bit. It'll, we're not going to live in. on it. Yeah. We're not going to live on it. Not going to live on it. That's the, that's the right way to put it. Yeah. Live by the bird, die by the bird. Mm-hmm. But we're going to kind of take a turn here and, and see. I'm going to try to be a little bit better about doing a little more big game hunting. I always, mm-hmm. I just, I fucking suck at it. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm so bad at it. I don't and know. And I, I drew, I drew a mildew tank last year. There was four of us, and we only ended up with two. So it's not like I'm that great either. But um, I just put in so many hours last year to not even have a real opportunity at anything. <laughs> like, yeah. Western Oregon over the counter mm-hmm. is so challenging. And then like. I should have waited. I should have just bought my, I should have bought the over the counter rifle tag for elk because our friends mm-hmm. had the herd and their field during the season. <laughs> they shot two, mm-hmm. but I bought the, the bow tag because I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to go, I'm going to go shoot with my bow this year. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to probably, put in a lot of, you had to put in a lot of time for, in my opinion, for uh, elk archery. Well, it that starts. Is, that is a, it starts a like commitment. now, mm-hmm. not in August. You know, <clears throat> that might have been my downfall. No. Is could have been, could have been. You well, know. you just got to put the time. You know, scouting so critical in all of that. That um, that that used to when I was bow hunting exclusively. That was time was the biggest thing. I mean, it was three weekends a month. I I from let's call it June. Yeah. Right. End of May, maybe it was three weekends a month. I was not at home and I was scouting. Yeah. Right. And now all of a sudden, like I, I just got back from, you know, a trip over East and it was like 200 bucks of fucking fuel. Right. It's bad, dude. Especially <laughs> diesel. <laughs> and, yeah. I think I paid five fifty a gallon for the shit and burn certain bend. So I did notice in the grandy old town of Lebanon today that number two is at 499. So yes, sir. was that yes, a sir. knot hole? No, hell no, that wasn't a fucking what the fuck? What's that supposed to mean? That was, was at the hole? old VP racing. The oh, I don't okay. know what it is now, but yeah. Uh, yeah, the um the mobile. I think it's mobile, yeah. Yeah. So I've been trying to run all number two non-bio in mine. Dude, just um, run that dyed stuff. Yeah. 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 I'm not doing that anymore. Anyhow, moving on. Moving um, on. <laughs> Anywho. Um, yeah. So it just is, is a lot of time, a lot of resources. And, and it got hard for me as I started moving with my career and needing yeah. different things for that's, me. So that's where I'm at. It's like, I don't have the time to, <clears throat> I shouldn't say that. It's not that I don't have the time. It's that I have other things going on sure. where it's like I need to prioritize stuff and that doesn't necessarily take over priority over other things. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, I think I'm going to be out of town for work a little bit this summer. And, and so that's going to eat up some time. And then when I come home from that, from that, 
I'm going to have stuff to do here. So right. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I mean, I'll probably end up buying a tag and tagging along with my brother and, and sure. going to try to shoot one that way. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. You just got back from you, like you're saying, Eastern Oregon on that rat trip. Yeah. The two rat trips in the last. How was that? Really good. Really Dude, good. I love I've never gone over to just shoot sage rats because like it's never panned out. But we've gone over for other things and we're like, let's go shoot sage rats. And then we go and like we don't end up doing that, but we end up shooting like squirrels, I guess, like mm-hmm. big ground squirrels. Well, that's what these are, sage rats, ground squirrels. Like sure. a rock, like a rock chuck? No, not a rock chuck. Rock chucks are a lot bigger. Can you shoot those? Yeah. Yeah, we're shooting those then. That's what they were. They well, get up on like the rocks. Rock, and then like a rock chuck, theoretically, you should probably <laughs> shoot with like a small center fire. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're shooting yeah, with like two twenty threes. Yeah, and yeah, twenty two two fifties. That's what I have. Couple, for. yeah, I say a couple guys yeah. that get a little carried away and they shoot them with like a six five or a three hundred sure. blackout, and and it's, yeah. you know, but yeah, I, mean, it's, I shot oh, a couple. I yeah. shot with my AR. I just hit them like just right, like where I hit them just a hair low, mm-hmm. and it just like the impact. It like was like a firecracker was underneath uh, them, and it would just like so... spray. I, I, I have a, uh, kind of, I would say a, a lightly built, um, 22250 and I, I haven't broke my personal best, but it was under right under 500 yards. And I didn't, I wasn't able to break that this year. Now, I don't shoot it a ton because I don't want to mess around with the wind and that kind of stuff later in the day. But, yeah. um, I did shoot, I think four or five you know, these little stupid sage rats, uh, with that on the first trip. And then I pulled out my uh, newer AR that I got, and it's pretty much a stock AR little Ruger. And that thing is a little tag driver. I is, it the, sh- is it a ten twenty two or an AR? No, this is an, an AR. So I, that was the first trip, but I, I yeah. shot it just, you know, I burnt like probably 60 rounds through it. It's a fairly new gun and shot a number of rats with that. And, um, you know, uh, then, that first trip probably shot 1500 to 2000 rounds of 22 ammo over two and a half days. And then so easy to do that. Yeah. So then this last trip, I, I only took center or only took room fires, only took 22s. And, um, I bought a new stock and put some way too good of optics on my 22. So I put super, Pretty good optics, like first focal plane, vortex, oh, $800 scope on my freaking 22, right? Put that on there. And then I bought a, like a expensive stock for it and a really nice bipod and all this other stuff. But dude, I had two confirmed kills with the 22 over 250 yards. Did you get out. the Magpole? I did get the Magpole. Is that what you the Magpole with? Hunter. Yeah, the kit. No. Basically. Well, it's module, if that's what you mean. Um, y- yeah. Yeah, so it has the MQ style uh, in the front for your bipod and yeah. different things. And then it comes back, and it's kind of like a, a pistol grip, but the stock comes real low and then into... It kind of rolls your, down on it. Yeah, your butt yeah. stock. And then you can buy uh, different cheek mounts. And yeah. I ended up getting the high, because just because I'm a big tall guy and have that i don't know the hubble's freaking 
<laughs> the, the Hubble freaking scope on it. And, yeah. uh, dude, but I'm not joking. Like, uh, that first focal plane scope, I was, I think, 20, 29 uh, MOA over that rat at like 260 yards dude which is i mean I, moa doesn't equal inches but it's relative it's kind of it's relative yeah and you know that's 29 inches over the top of a yeah. of a, what a six inch by it's hard to judge that rat you know it is but you can cheat so i, I growing up as a kid uh, my dad sold irrigation systems so the pivots and linears that, that's what he sold mm-hmm. well each span is somewhere between 150 feet and 180 feet so from tire to tire so when you go out into a center pivot you know based off of tire to tire is so far so you can take so a range finder if you want right yeah, so yeah, yeah, I got you. I, got I always it. go in and I'll like day one, I will hunt like the second span, right? So the the second set of tires, and I will hunt those all the way around the field. Yeah. And then by day two, I'll go out three spans. So now I'm at span five, and I'm typically hunting the last three. And you're saying those are 150 feet wheel to wheel? 150 to 180 feet? Yes. Okay. Yes. I yep. gotcha. And then most center pivots, specifically in Eastern Oregon, are 440 yards from the end of the pivot to the pivot point. Okay. So from the end of the pivot to the head, to the motor. to the center of the pivot. Yes. Right to the to the motor unit. Or pivot whatever. point. The, yeah, okay. We yeah. Call, the, we yeah, can yeah, call yeah. it the pivot point. Yes. Okay. For yeah. the pivot. Pivots. Pivot. Yes. <laughs> Weird. So yeah, so I grew up doing that. So I have a lot of uh, I have not any more as much, but I used to have a lot of contacts over there to go over and shoot rats. So hmm. if anybody knows anybody, let the blind chatter know because I need to go. You know, pop uh, Tanner's cherry on shooting some rats. Yeah, dude, I'm down. Yeah. So I'd love to. Um, have you, do you have a seventeen? You have seventeen. I do have a seventeen. And it's fun, but the problem with 17 is the bullets are a lot lighter. That's just a 22 mag yeah. neck down to a 17. The bullets are a lot lighter. So, like, my long shooting with a 10-22 or a 22 rimfire is always going to be before 9.30 in the morning. Or if it gets hot. It gets windy. Right? I mean, I was having some shots in the afternoon at, let's call it 150 to 175 yards. That was like 20 MOA for wind adjustment. Now that's bananas. It's a lot. Right? Yeah. That's a lot. So I was holding like 16 MOA over and like 20 MOA for what, windage. What size are you shooting when you shoot your 556? Five, five, what grain are you shooting at them? Are you typically 50, shooting 55? 55. Yeah. I don't know if you touched up to the 62 or not. No, for that. my 22250, I have reloaded from 50 to 60 65 grain uh you know those those heavier bullets obviously will help in the wind you know and also like a bow tail well what's your barrel twist on your ar do you know is it a one that it's just a box gun so whatever normal would be well it's not necessarily what's now i could be wrong yep (laughs) but it's not necessarily what's normal like my gun has a you can look and see what it is on the barrel Um, but my gun has a one to a one to seven. Okay. 
one to seven or one to eight. Yep. And if you look, you like each barrel twist is going to obviously act different to each weight. Absolutely. <clears throat> and I think the one to nine, I think it's the one to nine. The one to nine is it's like it's like the 60 grain ammo is like tits with it. I don't know. You'd have to look. But well, if you look and yeah. see, then then you can figure out what what grain is best mm-hmm. for that gun, and you can just fucking drive tax. Well, and my thought with a with with an AR is that I'm going to buy box ammo. Yeah, and I'm going to do that now with my 22-250. I load, and all my other center fires I hand load. So you don't reload your your AR stuff? No. Yeah, I didn't think no. so. No. What do you typically shoot out of your AR? Do you know? Is it always different? You try to stay. Uh, I I do try to stay the same. Are um, you just shooting like just like bulk box, like yeah, American bulk, Eagle bulk. or no? Nah, I don't. I stay away from that. But well, yeah. it was just on top of my head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about uh, Brazzer? I I um I primarily have shot uh, Winchesters. I think I bought like three hundred rounds of that. I haven't been. I have commitment issues, so I haven't been super loyal to anything. Um, but, you know, again, that gun there, I probably, I think I've had the gun for two years and I probably have shot three, four hundred rounds. Let me go see. I think I have the, they're really, really good. I don't remember what the name of them is, but they are super, super, they're very consistent. Even when you get mm-hmm. a hot barrel after putting mm-hmm. like 15 rounds through it, you can still, yeah. you still get that consistency. That's, that's surprising. What's up, everybody? One more quick announcement. I got to give a quick plug for our local Ducks Unlimited chapter. Uh, The Corvallis, Oregon Ducks Unlimited chapter has our banquet coming up April 9th in Corvallis. We've got over $20,000 in prizes to be auctioned off or won. Some awesome trips for fishing, duck hunting. I mean, anything you could ever imagine wanting to do. We're we're doing an African safari hunt. We're going to auction off a Argentina dove hunt. We've got over 20 guns to give away. We've got a bow. We got three day passes to the Jamboree and lots more. So if you want to get involved, DM me directly here at un- at blind underscore chatter, or visit www.ducks.org. Then you're going to click the drop down menu, select events, and then local events, and follow the steps from there, and it'll take you right to our sign up page. We look forward to seeing you guys there, and take care. Tanner 
is back. Yeah, I shoot the Winchester stuff. Yeah, that's good stuff. I buy the bulk box of that kind of stuff. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. 55 grain. No. 3240. Yeah. See, if you look on these. You might have to take your shroud off to see it or look in your owner's one manual. One to eight. So it'll be on mine. It's it's right above the. What kind of gun is that? Oh, look away. This is going to get bad. Okay, yeah. Do that. Yeah, look at your barrel, though. That says, does that say 556? Five, five, yeah. Good. Good for you. So you can shoot the 556 five, and the 223. 556 five, five, NATO. Yeah. Barrel stamp. What, what, what kind of, what brand of guns is it? Um, let me tell you, man. I Did don't you know. build it? It's got an American tactical lower. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's a build. Good for you. It's a yeah, build. I just, yeah. I just, I just bought like, but this. I didn't, but I didn't build it. That's fine. I got it from Corvallis Guns. Yeah. At a gun show. Mm -hmm. I walk in. I told Brian and Terry, I said, I need an AR. Mm -hmm. Find me one. And he goes, Here, buy this. And he literally hands it to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, All right. It's got the, the key mod. Yeah. Uh, forehand on it. I'd like to get another one, but I'd like to get a, um, I'd like to get a 6.5. See, I have that uh, Ruger Precision, like bazillion dollar, not bazillion dollars, like fourteen hundred bucks. And, the PRC or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, and it's it, it's a pretty cool gun. All of the parts are interchangeable with an AR10 platform, because um, with the six five, you'll need to up the platform from the AR15 to the AR10. Correct. Um, and. Uh, and it's a fun gun, but I never, I, I bought it because I wanted to shoot at a thousand yards and I only ever stretched it out to about 800, but yeah. I had MOA at 800 yards. So eight inch group. Yeah. I don't really necessarily want to get an AR platform. I like the AR platform, mm -hmm. but I, I don't necessarily want that. I like the pistol grip. I really enjoy the pistol grip. I'm just worried that if I don't get an AR platform that... I'll want one. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'll spend the money on, on a, on a nice, mm -hmm. like a, you know, it's like a nice six, five. Yeah. And then I won't get the AR platform and yeah. I'll have it for three or four months. I'll be like, I should have bought the AR. I watched a guy do kind of a cheap build on a Ruger American, you know, they're mm -hmm. about 450 to 550 for yeah. the Ruger American. And he went and got the Magpole Hunter um, stocked for it did a little bit of betting on it and I don't know where he was at, but I'm going to say somewhere like in Iowa or Indiana or something, but this guy is shooting like thousand yards with that gun with what? a $450 gun. Yeah. With the hunter kit on it. He, he put the hunter, uh, butt stock or, uh, stock on it. Um, yeah. and did a little bit of work on some betting that he wanted to do around yeah. the front of the receiver. I mean, a lot of it's finding the right ammo. It's it finding is. the right that, ammo. That's why I got the right optic. Loaded. Yeah, right. and then getting a really, really, really nice yeah. iPod. I, in my opinion, I'm not a yeah. big long range shooter, but I was I mean, able to shoot pop cans consistently at 300 yards mm -hmm. with a 22. Mm -hmm. I mean, and all I had was I had sounds absolutely stupid. 
you can make fun of me if you want but i had this badass savage 22 with mm-hmm. a threaded bull barrel mm-hmm. and i put a hundred dollar bipod on it yeah and i put oh god i can't remember the optic shit it was bsa some, tasco i think it simmons. was a, i think it was a simmons uh-huh and four by twelve yeah it was a four by twelve mm-hmm. and it was a bolt action and i could mm-hmm. lay down mm-hmm. and i could just take a nice deep breath because i know it's just a 22 so it's not mm-hmm. like i'm gonna get the shit punched out of me and i can take right. a nice deep breath right hold steady and just pink and i could shoot and i could literally shoot rack look and you'd hear ping, wow. and you're like all right cool that's that's you know obviously 17 ammo is more expensive than 22 but i don't like the thing i dislike about the 17 is the follow-up shot right and on the 17 yeah because my 17 is a savage bolt action with the you know heavy bull barrel on it right you know yeah my brother's got one with a thumb hole stock yeah when you miss that first shot which you know happens at least Mm -hmm. 50 percent of the time it's nice to have that follow-up shot well, that's the thing. Is, like the thumb hole stock is cool, but mm-hmm. like for me, as far the as like a, huh? the f- it's it's called a Fagan stock. A Fagan stock. Okay, yeah. I didn't remember if that was what it was called or not. But anyways, <laughs> the Fagan stock where you can put your thumb in the hole, it's not. It's nice, but like I feel like it's just a pain in the ass because yeah. like you shoot and if you miss and you have to pull your thumb out of the Fagan. Yeah, the thumb hole. <laughs> yep, and you got a yep. rack, you know, right. and you got to stick your thumb back in right. the thumb hole, and it's like, yeah, no, they're great for a like a for a ten twenty two, right? A Fagan stock's great because it's super comfortable. Yeah, and it's just reloading itself. Like yeah. I did, I did a bull barrel on mine, the Hunter Magpul stock, the eight hundred dollar Vortec mm-hmm. uh, six by twenty five or whatever it is, fifty five millimeter objective, thirty four millimeter tube. Um, did a bolt new bolt handle uh the the newer mag release that actually is like a little lever action that comes yeah, down yeah. underneath right mm-hmm. um and hmm. it's an eyeball machine yeah i don't i did i love guns but there's a reason why i don't i don't get wrapped up in them and it's because mm-hmm. i could excessive compulsive i could do some yeah damage right, to my like, account right Divorce, so i try to stay away lines. from it because yeah. i have an ar got a yeah. couple of shotguns i need a couple more rifles but like my yeah. buddy dude he was in um I think he's in the um army reserves but anyways he bought this like 762 bergara or mm-hmm. some bergara. Thing. Yeah, bergara yeah dude we put a red dot on it and we were just like and it's it's like shooting just like fucking snails out of it like it's like you know and it's like so much fun to shoot and it's like dude i need to get one of these he's like i got it for 250 bucks and i'm like shut up and he's like yeah and i'm like dude we, we used to get sks's from the pawn shop for 100 bucks i went into a pawn shop over here by the walmart yeah like and I like walking, like, what do you guys got for like plinking guns? And he's like, Oh, we got all these. And I'm like looking around, and it's like 189 dollars 99 215 99 220 Ruger 1022, 185 bucks. I'm like, oh god, like you know, it's like so dangerous. Like I could get problem is I need to just when I buy one, I, I don't even how much are is a, is a new Ruger 
1022. I think I have like, like I have five or six of them. I haven't. They've got to be getting close to like 300. 300 bucks. I, I got to be. I think the last time I bought one, it was like 220. I looked at one last year or the year before for my when I was going over for my bachelor party. Everybody yeah. had 22s. And I'm like, I don't have a 22. And they're like, you don't have a 22. And I go, no, it's uh-huh. my AR. And he's like, no, we're stopping. We're buying you a 1022. And I'm like, what's this we shit? Like, uh-huh. who's buying it? You know, we walk into the the gun store and we find one and it was like i think it was like a hundred and eighty like 180 bucks i think okay maybe that's what i paid for my last one let me look and see remember. before i get too carried away here i'll tell you what's fun though is i take i got some single and double action ruger, pistols. ruger 1022 carbine obviously but it's the yeah. woodstock yeah 289 yeah, fucking and that's for the woodstock that's not even yeah. the here's yeah. the the 1022 with the viridian scope 420 yeah yeah dude good god yeah i uh i got like some single and double action 22 revolvers so we take those and just leave them on our shooting table so if we Mm -hmm. have a rat that pops up under 50 yards we have to try to shoot them with the revolvers oh yeah that's cool damn Yeah. yeah i i'd like to that's this event that's coming up april 9th for us dude yeah i I'm walking out. I'm walking out a winner of a, of a new gun. Do at it. least one. Do I told it. James today on the phone when I talked to yeah. him. He asked me a couple questions about what I wanted for the microphone. And I said, forget about your mic. I want a gun, dog. I need you to give me a gun. I need you uh-huh. to make me win a gun. Like, uh-huh. I'm, I know everybody came here to win. But damn it, I've been on this committee for five years and I haven't won a dang gun yet. I need <laughs> one. Yep. That's coming up soon. So is uh, my second favorite activity besides duck hunting is some bass, bass fishing. fishing. Some bass fishing. I suck at bass fishing too. I'm pretty good. I just, I'm starting to learn the more I try things, the more I realize I'm not good at a lot of things. <laughs> like it's becoming more, you just have to do them more it's often. becoming more and more pronounced that I'm just not good. No, I, I, I did some work on my boat a few weekends ago and I'm going to do a little bit more, I think, this weekend. And Did you sell that little booger yet? That little one? No. No? Okay. No. All right. I'm, no. I got to pay taxes and then I'm going to try to. Oh, I was about to say I haven't talked to the guy that I offered it to yet <laughs> to follow back up with him, but you just ratted yourself out. I, Dude, I want to, but like we got to yeah. pay taxes, bro. It sucks. I, I, I get it. I get it. Well, it's not going anywhere yet, so. I need to come uh, look at it and make sure it's something that I actually because my fair. fat ass is probably gonna roll out of it. Yeah, dude. I'm 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 two tanners. So two tanners? I think I'm pretty sure I'm 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 at least a tanner and three quarters. So um and I haven't ever flipped it over. You're not dumb like me though, dog. I'm like Matt <laughs> Judy. You never know, dude. I'm gonna get a hole in that thing and have to build no. my way out. Uh, I even have a little bilge pump if it was critical for oh you. My I, God. Yeah, I could probably throw that into. But that sounds a, like we're gonna have to make a thing that has a. I think is a nine nine and a trolling motor, fourteen foot boat. Better get on it. That's a nine nine. I think maybe. Maybe I you a, said it was like a four. No, it's a five. It's a five. Oh, okay. It's a five. You're right. It's a five. A nine nine would scream, but no, it's just a <laughs> nine nine would be gnarly. <laughs> Yeah, it's just a five. My but. brother's got a long, I think he's got a long shaft uh, 99 Merc. And I'm like, dude, if I buy this boat, I want that long shaft. Yeah. 
He's like, well, you don't need a long shaft. Like, you could probably sell the outboard that comes with it and almost pay for the boat. Yeah. Is that one of those so, game fishers? Yeah. Uh, if I bought that boat, I got a different idea because I want to get back into that layout boat game. Yeah. And I've got the stuff to build a layout boat. So I'm thinking yeah. if I build that layout boat, I'm just going to I'm gonna build a, a bigger, heavier-duty transom. I'm yep. going to slap that five on it and then get a little 9.9 nine for, for that. Or something. You know what I wanted to do with it because it's just been sitting around for the last couple of years. Put it I on a John boat and take it to the pond and let it run around. No, no. Oh. I was gonna go buy an old wore out jet ski and I was yeah. gonna mount it hmm. into the hole and, and make it a yeah. little fucking pumper, dude. <laughs> like just a little fucking pumper. And yeah, that's what I was gonna do. So I've seen guys where they take those 14 foot John boats and they pull the motors out of the jet skis and they stick mm-hmm. them in the back of the John boat. Yeah, that is gnarly. That's what I wanted to do. Yeah, that's like a backwoods, like, yeah, get to I, your hunting hole kind of. I got too damn many projects, so I, I want to start. I have a 48, I think, uh, 48 Willie CJ2A. Oh, yeah, flat fender that I need to start working on and got a. 50 57 Ford short box half ton with a 454 and a two speed power glide in it that I need to start working on. I got too much shit. That's so, good to have stuff to do though. Keeps you no, busy. It keeps really you out of, keeps you out of trouble. It's like having a dirty bedroom. You just don't know where to start. So it's true. It's time to liquidate. I'm going to sell my bass boat. I got that 20 foot Ranger bass boat. I'm going to sell it. For not much, it needs new carpet and seats. Well, how much you want for that? A lot more than the 14-footer. I'll give you 500 bucks. Daniel, it's going to be a little bit more than that, but not crazy. I'm going to get rid of that and just let somebody else put carpet on it, put new seats on it. And the outboard has a like 175 high output Merc on it that's pretty strong. Did you ever get that so lower unit fixed on that? That's I, I'm going to get it back from the marina mm. um, and put it on before I sell it. So, or if somebody wants to deal with it, then they could fucking deal with it. Dude, I'm going to sell it cheap enough that somebody else will pick it up and deal with it. Yeah. Somebody else can mess with it. Especially this time of year. They're going to want to get it in, get it done, get it taken care of. Plus, if they're going to buy it, they're probably going to have it ran through somebody anyways. Dude, I think I'm going to sell it for half the cost of the motor. Those motors, like guys want to buy them and just put them on their boat. The high output motors are, yeah, yeah, they really, they really cook out of there. It's the 461 VS, which was Rangers, like kind of lightweight uh, um, haul. And I, you know, I would do 68 mile an hour, 70 mile an hour. In it. When this I was doing tournaments, ass, dude. Yeah, dude, yeah, when I was doing tournaments, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, see, I just want a little boat. I can, I can take my my lady out and my puppers and go catch some. Then that little shit. 14 footer will be just fine because you both sit on your ass. Your dog will be running around. It'll be exciting. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I'd like that. Pretty good deal. Pretty good deal. I won't. I yeah. want it. I told my brother about it, and he's like, "Well, if you don't want it, you let me know. I'll buy it." And I'm like, "No, yeah. that's not how this works." Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna just liquidate a bunch of stuff and hell yeah, hit the reset button this year. But well, yes, fishing give you a little more money to to play with on uh, waterfowl. Yeah, I think I'm gonna kind of roll, kind of rolled up into like completion of of a couple of these well are, you, are get... you coming to the end of an era with your like kind of trying stuff out you know what i mean like do you get in that kind of groove every once in a while 
I think I've been through those grooves throughout my life, you know. But you know what I mean? We're like, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I want to try this. And you do it. And then you're like, eh, but you keep it. And then you do something else. And then well, it's like, yeah, I mean, I grew up like decoys and, and stuff so we like that. On, we manually did everything we did. Right. It was, yeah. I didn't have the money to go buy uh, a scope. So it was everything I could do in my power to figure out how to make my 1022 better when I was 13 years old. So I'm out there with my dad's freaking knife sharpening stone, trying to file down the sear so I could have a lighter trigger pull. Right. Like, dude, I, you know, it was, that was the type of shit that I did for entertainment. So, um, yeah, I just, yeah, a little bit, you know, I was a diesel mechanic for a few years out of high school and shit. And I I like to work on stuff, but I absolutely hate to work on my daily driver. I've like, I don't like working on it. I will lose my marbles. Like, and, and when I was younger, it didn't matter to me, but by being a mechanic for like four years, uh, it just really kind of turned me off in regards to wanting to fuck around with my own stuff, you know? So my goal is to sell the boat, um, boats. And then I really think I want to put that money into that flat fender. Yeah. That Willie's Jeep. That'd be cool. So, um, and you know, looking at maybe getting an Argo. I heard that I'm sure you did. He told so, me, and I'm like, what? Yeah. So, well, he we'll bought see. two of them. Yeah. I go, yeah. why'd you buy the other one? He's like, he just, dude, just like gave it to me. And I'm like, yeah. really? And he's like, yeah. So I got two of them yeah. now. And I'm like, that's like baller status. You should paint one gold. I have a little six wheeler one, but it needs some, yeah. it needs completely gone through. So, did you? He got the but speakers it, working in it. It's no, got like I, tweeters. I it's got no. like it's ridiculous. Here's the badass thing: the little one that I got is it's an Alice Chammers. Hmm. Is mm-hmm. that now? Are those ones the one that you have? Those are also amphibious too, correct? Yeah. The the uh, the AC is it's a little six wheeler. Is actually they call it a Tierra Tiger. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. And then I bought a Coot, which was another late 60s early 70s amphibious vehicle and i bought it i don't know probably like eight years ago and completely went through it but it had like car tires on the outside okay and it had two tubs and each tub was like four by four in a box okay and they were connected by a like a giant like pipe nipple like an eight inch pipe nipple yeah. with nuts on each side of it so as you drove it over rocks the the front would like tilt it, and the bed would be straight so it was an articulating it but it didn't articulate like a tractor in the middle like right okay but it, yeah it, like it did the 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 vertical centipede crawl or whatever you want to call it right like yeah, yeah. Huh. and i bought that i found it on craigslist and completely went through and welded the tubs all up and got that cleaned up and <laughs> Got the motor running good, and the gears were jacked up on it, so I had to put new gears in it. And I, I think I got like I'm famous for this. Fifteen hundred dollars into it, got it working, wasn't satisfied, sold it for five hundred bucks. Thirty percent's not bad. <laughs> and then I went out and bought a brand new Honda Pioneer side by side. Fuck this upgrade. Yeah, yeah. they shouldn't have to mess with that one. No, you don't. But then my dumbass goes out and builds a rack for it and mm-hmm. fabricates this and does the yeah, just yeah, yeah. Oh well. Gotta stay busy. Gotta stay busy. 
uh, projects. So I think yeah, I'm going to do one more rat trip. Typically the middle of April is when rat hunting over there kind of slows down because alfalfa will get about four inches high and you won't be able to see them very well. And, and you got to try to hit it just right in between cuttings, you know, so yeah. you got three cuttings or so per year to do that on, but do some bass fishing, work on the duck blinds. My willow trees that I planted are doing really good. Um, oh, really yeah. Good. Is yeah. it too late to, to stick those in? No, you can still do it, but get them in now. I mean, See, my I thing would... is, it's still in like a foot and a half of water. Perfect. Then That's you're good. good. Yes. All right. So I'll text you a picture, but like my, my pond's not, it's still pretty full, but they're, it's probably half full. Um, Mine is like 90. Uh, can you see that capacity. at all? Yes. You see those purple yeah. little things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are, those are roots off of a willow into the water. That's weird. Right. Just in the water. Yeah. So I, 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 you know, that's probably a half inch diameter yeah. willow sucker. And I just shoved it into the dirt about six to eight inches. And where those, those uh, roots are coming out of, that's where the water level's been at. It's just out into the water. Now, as the water level drops, the roots that are in the ground will continue to, you know, flourish, but the mm -hmm. roots that were, will become exposed to the air will just die off. So, but I mean, I'm getting buds off of it and some little leaves. And I think yeah. I planted like 30 of them around my duck line. Yeah. I don't know what I want to do yet. I wanted to do that, but then I'm also like, I think I'm just going to take a, uh, oh my God, a telescoping, the little chainsaw on the yeah, telescoping the, chainsaw. The, what the fuck is that called? Hedging, hedging chain. No, it's the one that you can stick it up a and like, saw. Yeah, a pole, pole saw. saw. Jesus saw. Murphy. God yes. almighty. A pole saw. Yes. Uh -huh. I want to take a pole saw out and I want to trim some trees and then I want to cut them off at like eight feet if I can. Right, right. Because the problem is, is they got to come in and they've got to like commit like a hundred and ten percent. Yes. Instead of being able to do like a 50 percent. Pass by, yep. Where the mm -hmm. pass by shots, I can still get off. But like right yeah. now, it's like they have to like do a couple passes and then like <laughs> drop anchor and just. But I think, and I, I agree with you, those, those willows behind you, would be good to kind of clean I'm up thinking a the bit. ones on the if you look straight out of the blind yeah straight out of the blind to the left on that corner I want yep. to cut those but around. I think some right in front of that blind wouldn't be a bad idea either yeah because then you become part of a willow grove yeah right? I just need to get them in and then I'll need to trim them yeah but if you don't trim them and the things are two foot taller than they need to be by the end of November your shot will have trimmed them for you yeah i just remember we hunted that new blind at um at pops's and and yeah. he had that willow tree out in front and it, mm, it kind of held us up a little bit but. the first couple times you go down there and hunt you you take your loppers with you well or yeah you, i you mean know? i i have a set of the you know i have a set of them in there but yeah so i don't know we'll see what happens but well it'll um, be good man I am ready for some bass fishing and some, some summertime activity. Some like go drink some beer and, and hang out and relax. Nothing wrong with that. It needs to happen. Maybe go shoot a coyote. Yeah, I like to do that typically in January. They're starting February. to look kind of ratty. Well, that's when they're fucking super hungry. And Eastern Oregon's had a bunch of snow and cold weather. And they react to predator calls, in my opinion, a lot better than I mean, I my cousins had that Harney County shoot mm -hmm. i think it's at the end of february the coyote classic or whatever they yeah. call it 
they run it. Oh, they do. They're, they, they're heavily involved. I'll just say that. Yeah. And dude, it was. Yeah. I want to do it this yeah. fall, this like yeah. autumn after harvest. Yeah. I want to get out and, and try and stick a predator call with a little mm-hmm. flapper on it out there and see yeah. if I can't, you know, I've, I've always, always just, shoot one. I've just never done it. I've always just done mouth, uh, you know, squeal calls. Well, uh, the only reason I said that is my buddy has a, like a 300 Fox, Pearl, Fox Pearl, Pearl, yeah, yeah, that yeah. has one. And I'm like, he's like, let's go shoot a coyote. And I'm like, I don't even know the first damn thing about doing that. I like turkey hunting. I guess I'll just jump in both feet first and see. How Same type of thing. Is. Just, just always remember that if you see a magpie out there at 300 yards, magpie is always on a coyote's ass because they're a scavenger bird. And yeah, but we don't have any magpies over here. Well, I, I, how about this? I'm not, I don't shoot a lot of coyotes on this side. That's fair. There's a lot of coyotes, though. <clears throat> there is, but there's a lot of fucking brush, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Well, maybe I'll have to make a trip over east. Do it here, too. Do it here, too. I would do it. I would do it right after harvest, though. Of all That's the what I'm thinking. Fields. Yeah. 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 I yeah. Yeah. That and they'll, you know, when they harvest, they'll get some, tear some mice up and, and yep. stuff like that. So, yep. All right. All right, man. We'll be good. It's been a pleasure. It's always, as always, always fun. Always we fun. will, uh, this next time we'll try, try to get, we've got a couple cool people lined up to come on, but it's, I got Jeff Coates from Pit Boss to come yeah. on. He wants to come on. He's excited about it. Dude lives on the East Coast, so. <laughs> And I have the most inconsistent schedule. Well, so, it might have to be something that we record on a Saturday. That's what I asked him. He said, anytime yeah. during the week. And then I asked him, like, hey, man, I'm like, I don't know if this whole during the week thing's going to work out. I'm like, what about yeah. like on the Saturday? He's like, yeah, it's fine. So let me know. Sure. So we'll figure yeah. something out. But cool guy. Very cool guy. Have you listened mm-hmm. to his podcast? Mm-hmm. He has a podcast out, um, Pit Boss Waterfowl. Okay. But uh, it's pretty entertaining. He's yeah. a he's a good entertainer. He, he tells some pretty cool stories about the the duck boat company and and you know how back in the day he had a, a seventeen and uh and now he's got the the twenty five. I think it's a Banks twenty five. Yeah, it's uh, a giant boat. The world's largest duck boat. That's yeah, pretty badass. So yeah. I'm excited to get him on and talk with him about it. But yeah, so we'll see what what happens and and uh, we're gonna go through this summer adventure together. That we will. That we will. Hand in hand. Need to get through our banquet and some bass fishing and hit this summer hard. I gotta win a gun. You gotta I don't win a gun, gun. I'm done with the podcast. You heard it here first. <laughs> I'm dead ass serious. No taken. Also, if you guys want to come to the banquet, banquet is April 9th in Corvallis. Lots of seats available still. Um, if you want to know more about that, just DM us uh, on the Instagram page at blind underscore chatter. I, I reckon so. I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's been fun. Um, just carry on your wayward, son. Carry on. <laughs>